Welcome to the Exponential Potential Podcast. Ignite your potential and thrive in times of great change with your hosts, Jennifer Evans and Claire Oatway. Join us and feel uplifted and inspired as we share with you powerful and insightful stories, top tips and tools with our expert guests on an array of topics covering all aspects of life and business designed to ignite your potential and help you thrive in times of great change. Hey, welcome, 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 welcome to Exponential Potential. And this is a very special Twixmas um, edition. And as you can see, there are a lot of faces around the room. Jen, what are we doing today? <laughs> Good question. Um, so we've invited these amazing, these wonderful guests on and we're going to be sharing, uh, we're talking about New Year's resolution, we're talking about 2023 um, and how to elevate your 2023. We're going to go through some ideas and some suggestions. We all know New Year's resolutions don't work um, unless there's a particular, you know, unless you've got that real support, encouragement encounter accountability so we're going to talk a bit about how you can not just have a few resolutions for the beginning of the year but how to continue 2023 feeling inspired through the whole year mm. um, and we're going to talk a little bit about reflecting on 2022 what worked what didn't work and how you want to be in 2023 mm. so uh, and then we'll bring in these wonderful guests to share some insight and some of them have got some really amazing free gifts as well so uh you want to continue listening to the whole show and i'm i'm guessing this is going to be one of those shows that you're going to want to listen to over and over again because i think there's going to be some real juicy gems and oh, insights in this hell yeah and kind of this is such this time of year i love for many 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 reasons um one of the reasons, and and this this might seem crazy, it may not, but I'm very attuned to the calendar and the shift in seasons, and I get so excited around the winter solstice time, which is around the 21st of December, because every single day from then onwards, it gets lighter and brighter, and we're heading back towards the summer. So much as I love the festivities, uh, I love that warmth. I just get excited because this time of year, we've kind of been to the darkest depths in the Northern Hemisphere, at least. And it's just getting brighter. We're heading towards spring um, and then summer, which is my favourite time of year. Not wishing my life away, but but it, but it really <laughs> is. And, and do you think, Jen, that's why a lot of people are kind of in this in-between stage, you know, kind of just building up to the new year ahead. Yes, and I think, and you know, winter winter season, um, if we look at nature, um, is a time for hibernation. It's a time to go within and to really reflect and give yourself space um, and peace and quiet because, yes, the holiday seasons can be really hectic. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of expectation. And the in-between um, the holidays and the new year is that time where, you just can go, just take a nice big breather and allow yourself some space and time to reflect. Anybody 
want to add to to that? I was going to say, um, Jen, that it does depend on the client, but with us living in the northern northern hemisphere, it might be a controversial thing to say, but I will actually uh, really dig deep with my clients to make sure that New Year is the right time to make a change because January for some people can be pretty depressing. It is still dark and cold and if that environment is not right for them to change, then I will often suggest, why don't you wait until March? You know, the pressure's off a bit then. So it might mm. be controversial. But if someone does want to change um, in January, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, that's a, that's a valid point. The other thing with a new year, um, although with a new year, is there's, uh, there's a lot of energy behind new year. Um, so for those that want to pick up on that energy and pick up on that momentum of change, you know, there's sort of a new year, new start, new you, new me. There's there's that energy which people can ride that wave if they want to. But you're absolutely right. If there's pressure to change, oh, it's the new year, I have to be different. And then that builds resistance. Then obviously that you, then you're not in the right place to make some of those changes. And, and spring is a very powerful time to change as well because everything's fresh and new and new growth and all the rest of it. So, yeah, thank you. Valid, very valid point. What you've struck me with there is um, one of our domestic routines. I don't, I don't think I've shared this with any of you guys. Um, you know, you, you pledge to eat less meat or to give up alcohol or to give up sugar. Now, doing that in January, is it just feels doom laden really but february there's only 28 days in february <laughs> <laughs> if you give up something in february um we we gave up meat completely and and you know by day seven we decided that we couldn't spend our time just eating corn or cheese that we had to to get a bit more creative um but again only 28 days i have tried to give up sugar and i have tried to give up chocolate but for the sake of humanity i have had to stop <laughs> realize, because I'm a very human being. Um, realize yeah. that I'm a nicer person with a bar of chocolate to hand. And one yeah. day, one day. <laughs> Kat, Candy, I want to ask you. So we haven't we haven't introduced the panel to anybody yet, and we will do as we go through. Um, but Candy, if I can just come to you. Um, so we have people in North America, um, Slovakia, uh, UK, Italy, and Candy. As you can tell, she's in a, a sleeveless top. She's she's our <laughs> southern she's our southern belle. Um, do you find the and you've lived in the northern hemisphere as well, haven't you? So do you find there's quite a difference between living in the a hotter part than there is in? So there's still the same seasonal. Yeah, and I would say I echo a lot of what John says. Um, even me personally, I don't start my new year till February 1 for a couple of reasons. The holidays for a lot of people, um, and I know this for myself, can be very frenetic energy, can be very traumatic, can be very, um, a lot of pressure, a lot of shooting. And we do a lot of this amplified energy that gets us feeling our adrenals are burnt out. We're tapped out. And so to put additional pressure to say, I got to hit the ground running, I got to start. 
um, will take people out of the game. It is one of the reasons why resolutions don't work. It's this mm -hmm. expectation that auto there's an automatic reset. And I know <laughs> the last couple years, especially being here, um, I'm in Texas and I used to live in Wisconsin. There isn't a difference. Um, we still, we just have a rare period right now. We still get our seasons here as well. But I find that when people come into January with extra pressure and expectation, um, it ends up derailing a lot of times their first quarter and sometimes the first half of their year to give people that space and grace to say, why don't you let yourself decompress from all that built up from Thanksgiving through the mm -hmm. new year and let yourself sort of, I don't even start any of my new offers, my programs, anything until February, mm -hmm. because it's just a lot of frenetic noise going on that I think we need to give ourselves that space to to bring it down a notch before we like kick our ass all over again and put all this like unnecessary burden and stress just because that's what we've always done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good point. And I just introduced Candy because um, we haven't done any introductions yet. Candy is an absolute powerhouse. Um, she is so passionate and committed about helping others. Um, she's a heart. She's, and some of you know Candy. She totally comes from her heart all the time. She comes from love, with love. Um, and she's all about conscious leadership and, and leading with love from love, heart-centered. And she helps develop. Um, she's a leadership development expert. So she really looks at um, leaders in the corporate world. And we're all leaders at the end of the day. It's as Candy says, it's our responsibility to be a leader. So she's incredibly passionate about um, putting her message across. Is there anything you want to add to that, Candy? I think that sums it up pretty well. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah, we, we're so blessed to have all of these wonderful people in our worlds. And this is the point where we advertise all of the previous exponential potential episodes that these guys are in. And with Dan and Laurie, we, we're still to release theirs. So <laughs> build up to you guys. <laughs> um, just Claire, did you want to introduce John? Well, yeah, we just yeah, another so, introduction. Yeah. So um, John and I, I, I don't know how long we've known each other, but we've known each other for quite some time and, and quite deeply, quite quickly, uh, John, Ken and I actually in, in a group. Um, and John is a mental resilience coach who works uh, with executives and senior leaders, uh, taking a lot of his corporate background through uh, to reduce down overwhelm. And what, what you'll pick up from... John's body language, if you're watching, or from John's tone, is just the calm and positive energy that he brings. Mm -hmm. He's relentlessly supportive. And kind of the, what I love about his, what I love, John, about your statement around, if it's not right, it's not right. And there's there's this calm, positive, I want to move you in the right direction, but actually I want you to be the very best that you can. And that means taking it easy, taking it slow, giving yourself permission to put that to one side. But there's a real depth, there's a real um, kind of love that comes behind that. It's 
yeah yeah anyway so so i i adore john's calm energy and it, it comes through beautifully in our in our interview and in many yeah every single conversation i have with john um but but john's yeah he's he's very special and um john's offered a, a free gift to all of our listeners you know which is a, an opportunity to have one of those conversations and you will be deeply moved mm. during the event and after I promise that thank you Jennifer thank you thank you Claire <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> he was going he was going <laughs> So we were talking, yeah, just to touch on um, New Year's resolutions in a bit more detail. And as John and Candy both said, that the pressure that we can put ourselves on in January to make those changes is one of the reasons that they don't work. And then there's that feeling of feeling like you failed, um, which is never a very nice feeling, uh, even though failure is another um, example of doing it differently, finding a way that works for you. So when we're looking at, when we're ready to make those New Year's resolutions or 2023, you know, to elevate and inspire your 2023, I think we really need to go deep and take the time to see what really matters to you as individuals or if you're in as a business and, and look at what you're truly passionate about what is it that lights you up? What is it that has you leaning forward? Um, mm. That's your inspiration when somebody's, you know, and a lot of us don't know, you know, it's a, it's a real shame. A lot of us lose our identities around what makes us happy because we're so busy helping others or making others happy or thinking we're making others happy. We forget what really matters to us. Um, and we forget what brings us joy and we get so wrapped up in the pressure and the working hard and the pushing, we lose ourselves in that. So I think mm. to take that time to reflect and dig deep and look at what really matters to you, what, what are you passionate about, what lights you up? And you'll notice your body leaning forward when there's a subject that's interesting. Mm. Um, so I think that's one key to helping you Find, you know, finding your purpose and your passion to really tune in and connect with what lifts you. Laurie, were you going to say something then? Yes. I mean, um, you're talking to, um, yeah, just what I love is, you know, really finding your passion and sinking into your passion. And what actually I love about this time of year in, in the winter and well in North America is, you know, the the uh, winter is here and there is a time of, um, of, of slowing down, not, not jumping into that busyness of, of what we put on ourselves in January. And so like, I think of fires and where Claire is in this beautiful background in front of our fireplace and climbing under the covers and um, and giving yourself space to um, just get into the yummy deliciousness of whatever that is. You mm. might not know your passion, um, but it is, for me, it's that, um, you know, as you can tell from what's behind me, it's, you know, I, I love doing art, but it's that, 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 what are the times in your life in which you lose time, in which you're totally able to sink into the something 
Um, and that is that this is that time to do that. And when we're able to do that, when we give ourselves that really yummy, meaningful space that I think winter is perfect for in North America, um, mm. that you are so much able to listen to your heart, to listen to what's going on inside. And so that's honestly what I love about this time of year is not that rush, rush, what am I going to add on? What am I going to change? But what am I going to sink into? What mm. do I, what do I love? Yeah, that's lovely. It's beautiful, Laurie. Gorgeous. And mm. uh, I'll let, go on, sorry, Claire. I was going to say, and it's almost an automatic segue through to, to Dan, because Dan is our next episode at the beginning of January. Um, and Dan Underwood is a career coach and has you know, kind of been developing a series around being you and understanding what brings you joy. So, so Dan, kind of what, what can we bring through around this, this yummy time around understanding our, understanding what drives us or what we're passionate about? Passionate about? Probably the first thing to do is um, stop. Um, I think a lot of people either focus on the doing and then not doing, and there's a space in the middle. You know, um, I've just wrote down here, I was just listening into the guys around, and you pick up an inner voice inside yourself. And the first thing I think a lot of people need to really do, especially in this position between where the world is changing and where it's going, is to just listen to yourself. I've just wrote down something that maybe people forget which is give yourself a present by being mm. present mm. And I think that's the key with a lot of people it's not about always what life happens around you it's how you happen to life sometimes I think I saw maybe a subconscious I think someone's got a message in their in their picture in the background about happening I can't remember who it is but that triggered me which is basically just be calm sometimes the thing is not to do something and just to observe and be around people and energy. And that's where probably all you need to be now. And mm -hmm. then figure out from that space what you need to do next. Mm -hmm. And just listen to yourself, because that's, at the end of the day, the voice you need to listen to the most. The world's going to be shouting at you and full of noise, but how you choose to interpret that, that's where your real being really comes from. And I, I want, thank you. Dan and we're going to learn more about what you do in the new year but for, for me uh, I wonder if I can share a story about how sometimes finding out those talents can be really quite unexpected uh, what a lot of people don't know about me is that um, I've actually competed on behalf of Team GB twice well three times but twice in the World Indoor rowing championships over in Boston um, and top 20 heavyweight women in the world you know and a record holder and I didn't know that I could do it I I joined a you know kind of we moved around the country moved back down to Cornwall and I joined a rowing team um, a local rowing team rowing these big wooden boats so I was in the middle as the engine room <laughs> we drank more than we uh, actually sailed but there we go um, but over the winter, we wanted to train together. So we went to a local gym um, to practice together. And on the erg machines that are there, uh, I had a go, just like, yeah, here we go. And the woman at the gym who did our induction, she said, you're really good. You should compete. Um, and like many people, you go, no, 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 all right, let's have a look. 
And, and I did. I took her advice and, and went to Portsmouth for my first race, the South of England, and I won. And then I went to Manchester for the North of England and I won. And I went to the Welsh and I won the Welsh. And I just kept winning and winning and winning, um, you know, taking part in national championships and coming in the top five. And then, you know, I found myself doing radio interviews on Radio Cornwall and doing a raffle prize, as you do in Levergizzi, <laughs> to, to raise the funds to go and compete for, for a seven-minute race. And, boy, it was hard. It was hard physically, so much so I'd kind of nearly collapse at the end of it and fall asleep. Um, and the training was tough because I learned that your, your mind gives way way earlier than your body. You have to keep pushing through it. But I didn't have a clue at all that there was this little talent that had been buried deep inside me. Yeah, not until somebody else had said, oh, you should do that. And so there's something quite delicious about being open enough to you know, just explore and play with concepts as they come and not force them. Yeah, I never intended to never intended to go to Paris to compete or to Boston or, you know, it just, it just happened on my path. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and one of the reasons that you stuck with it and it happened for you and you won those competitions was, what do you think, was there, is there a couple of two or three things that really kept you going? Um. So the curiosity was one of the first ones. And so it did, it tickled, it tickled me. It just like, mm. it's it well, where does this go next? And, and, and actually, um, I've treated some of my career highs in the same way. I've been surprised. There's, there's been a downside to that, but there's, I've been so surprised at the success um, that I've not been attached to it. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, where's this come from? Oh, where did it go? Let's see. So the curiosity has definitely been one of the one of the strong points. I think um, the commitment and determination and the impact that you can have with very small steps. So, so one of the most dull parts of the training was an hour on a rowing machine. <laughs> Seriously, mm. an hour <laughs> going very very slow back and forth. But what you learn to do is you learn to focus on different parts of your body. So it might be my lower leg, it might be my thighs, it might be my arms, it might be my shoulders, but you just work through and you just build up that resilience and that strength and you know the, your muscles remember these things. And then the, the final part was, was really conquering my, my mind um, to mm. overcome the boredom, to overcome the frustration. <laughs> Um, at times, yeah, I've actually vomited in the middle of a race and swallowed and then carried on going. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> again, it's like a, you know, I, I can be here, I can be humiliated, I can give mm -hmm. into this, or I can finish the race. I'm gonna finish the race. <laughs> it just overcomes you. Yeah, it's just incredible. <laughs> I wouldn't encourage that to anybody. It's not a nice experience. <laughs> but was there, I mean, for you to continue, was there a lot of joy through your journey, as well as the boredom and frustration? Was there was there joy? What was there? The, what was it that drove you? Um. So actually, the 
okay confession time there's there's two there's two nice elements one is one nice element is that um I actually started training with my dad and my dad at the time was in his late 50s uh, so I'd drive for 25 miles to go up to Plymouth to train with my dad and then he would join me in competition you know he you know the three of us my mum as well would go and drive and like he he'd take pie it was it was really nice and he'd also celebrate kind of my success as my mum would um the other bit <laughs> why I'm kind of cringing is that it was the best revenge mission I could possibly do I'd come out of an emotionally abusive relationship with uh, somebody <laughs> and and he he'd be there kind of showing off kind of you know in his flash car talking about his flash holiday and going oh I'm really sorry I don't mean to rub your face at it and I'm sat there thinking oh actually you know I'm kind of like traveling around the world like as a champion I don't need you I need me thank goodness I'm not in this relationship anymore so um so I wouldn't say that you know I competed to spite him but there was something really empowering about I, mm. these are on my terms now not your terms <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so there was a pa- there was a passion there yeah there was a yeah 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 there was a, a driving force excellent yeah. <laughs> awesome go right now we need to switch the camera because <laughs> vomiting and then revenge sprints <laughs> <laughs> Just saying how it is, you know. We want a bit of uh, honesty and 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 genuine, you know. It's you being you, mm. and we're real, and we love that. Yes, mm. yeah, absolutely. Can I can I comment on that real quick? Yeah. Yes, of we're course. Clear. What I heard at the end there, what comes up strongly that I'm sensing about here is when you said you were an emotionally abusive here, and he was rubbing it in your face and everything like that. You did not let that deter you from what you actually or who you are really being and that was the person that you did bow down you did not say okay i believe you and i can't do this here you did it you took those words that he said to you and just basically put up the wall and said i'm not going to hear you no more so you were being your true being and you didn't have nothing to prove to anybody else and what i hear is that you did it for your own true being and your own proving to yourself so thanks for sharing mm-hmm. that here yeah lovely nicely said pete yeah anybody else got anything to add to that well yeah i think kind of just to sum up that piece which is a uh, don't try to control it don't try to force it just see where it goes and mm-hmm. and be curious Ah, because it will mm. show up and I can't mm. help but look at Laurie's giraffe and I'm like mm. you know the creativity that's in there that's deep inside you is just, you know, just mm. waiting to be unleashed um yeah. yeah and and Laurie is an absolute genius at that I'll come to you in a minute Cheryl and I just while we're talking about Laurie Laurie is she is a an incredible artist and she uses creativity and play to help people really express themselves, to build confidence and to make incredible transitional shifts um, in a sort of a backdoor kind of a way, in a much more, you know, in an easy, playful way. 
And um, yeah, she's incredibly talented and also a writer, a poet. And so I'm so excited to be doing our episode in the new year at some point. But that's going to be really, really juicy. So yeah, Laurie, is there anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I would. Um, what what you said is perfect. It explains me well. But 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 as Claire was telling her story, what was uh, coming up for me is that we have this impression of who we are, who we're supposed to be, who we should be, and it is when we can let go and play. A lot of my art is based in very child what people might call childlike, like there's no experience necessary. You don't have to be an artist. You don't even have to be interested in art, but it's like coming to that blank page and being playful. I love it for it's like empty playground on this blank page that we can just play and whatever you're doing in anything is what's going on in everything. And so it's like this little canvas that you can play with. And mm. um, what I um, um, heard in that, my book is, um, I wrote a book called Art Felt Inspiration, Let Your Freak Fly. And that freak in us is, is something that is probably comes so naturally, but it doesn't seem to fit in with what you feel like you're supposed to be putting out there. And it is your gift. It is your superpower. Mm -hmm. And so when you can grasp hold of that and really accept, loved yourself for who that was, I was never an artist. I was, I was an occupational therapist. I was based in science. I knew mm -hmm. my, you know, and when I could let go and be this silly, playful, I realized this is really what people need is to mm -hmm. let go of that uh, 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 mm -hmm. in their life and just just allow that silly childlike wonder of who you are come through. Mm. And I do think that that comes out in um, our art play or your passion play in your life. But yeah, art play. Wonderful. Thank you. Sherilyn, you wanted I, to add to something that I did. I was thinking about and it was perfect that Lori went first because I it it uh I saw some things in what she was saying as well I was just going back to the topic of new year's resolutions and how all that pressure to like it's the beginning of the year which is arbitrary really you know that we have this date okay now it's a start mm. date and the that pressure and what I've learned over the years for myself and clients and friends is like the, instead of making new year's resolutions i mean you can do it if you like you said if you have that higher purpose behind it if you really have like a big why you're doing it then they can work but instead for me instead of doing a new year's resolution it is a bigger umbrella that mm -hmm. i'm looking at i'm looking at like what is the how do i want this how do i want my life to feel from this moment mm -hmm. forward mm -hmm. and then the next moment forward and then the next moment forward. And so that requires a, a kind of different kind of questions asking yourself, excuse me, <coughs> um, where you're asking, well, what is again, like what, how would I want my life to feel around my business? You know, how, what, 
so that I can bring my passion to whatever it is that I'm doing? How can I add more play? You know, and those questions end up being like they form a vision of how life can look. And that is the thing that I can keep going back to um, when I get off track rather than a resolution that says I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do that. If it's a feeling, it's a whole different, if it's a whole different experience. And um, one of my favorite, uh, I got this from my husband. He had, his motto when I met him was never leave the playground. And that one has just, I mean, it was, mm. it was we had little cards when we got married a year ago <laughs> they were with balloons and it said, mm. never leave the playground on it. And that feeling, like if I get off track, it doesn't matter what time of year it is. If I remember that, that mm. brings me back. That brings me back. Yes. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, it doesn't matter how hard life has gotten you know, because it's got, gotten quite challenging for so many. Um, <laughs> if you can bring play to it, even for just a few minutes, it shifts the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank and you, I, Sharon. I, I love how empowering that that sense is. You know, it's March the 3rd. Who do I want to be today? How do I want to feel today? It's mm. August the 15th. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you can choose. You can just go, yeah, this is this this is all I've got is today. Let's start from here and then build out. It's beautiful. Yeah. Every, every day is a is an opportunity to not to start again, but it's a it's a fresh beginning, isn't it? You from your sleep, you've kind of had a bit of a reset while you're sleeping. So each morning, each day when you get up is an opportunity to 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 set those intentions or to, to ask yourself those questions. How do I want to be today? How do I want to be in the present moment? Mm. And I think going back, you know, with the reflection, as, as we close in 2022 and this quiet period of time, whether it's in between the holidays and New Year, whether it's through January, wherever it is, you know, it, it's very beneficial to give yourself that space and quiet time to really reflect on, you know, what, what worked for me in 2022? What made me feel good? What inspired me? What uplifted me? What didn't work for me? And, and how do I want to take, you know, how do I want to be through this next year? How do I want to see next year unfolding? And again, holding that loosely without being really attached to those outcomes. So for me, 2022, some of the things that didn't work was the opposite of, you know, that didn't inspire me, that left me feeling overwhelmed and drained was the pushing, the pressure, the hard work, the, the looking at so many different programs and courses and following other people. Oh, I've got to do this to be successful. If I want to launch a program, it has to be this, this, and this, and this. And, and just pushing rather than creating that space, which I know and everybody here we, we, you know, we know how important creating space is, but even with that, you forget, you know, you sometimes you get caught up in it and you forget to take the, the, the step back that you need to, um, to take. So I think that's a, it's nice to really reflect on what didn't work and, and what do you want from 2023? How do you want to be within yourself and how you want to feel? Mm -hmm. 
Um, Anybody? Well, I'd love to um, bring in Ken out to the back. Mm. I'd, I'd really love to hear your response to that question. You know, in, in yeah. terms of what what has the year past brought you in terms of uh, growth? Let's just say growth. Again, well, thank you. I, first of all, I, thank you for having me on this discussion panel here today. Here, and I'm, I'm meeting some fabulous, fabulous people, and that's what it's all about. It's about connecting. Going back into 2022, uh, as Jennifer just had just mentioned about the expectations and the pressures that we put on ourselves here, I, I've done that in the beginning of the year. I have this business. I'm a professional life coach here. How do I get clients? What do I need to do here? And just really just get really had those expectations bog me down instead of creating what I need to do every single day to be me. Key, what I'm hearing with all of you here is that I cannot create anything outside of me until I learn and know and create what is inside of me. Find that. Create who I want to be. Create it through the language. Create when I wake up every single day. What do I want this day to be? Day to be. Who do I want to be? I heard Laurie and I heard Cheryl talk about childhood. And I'll take us all back. Remember when we were six or seven years old, we didn't care. We didn't care about what anybody said, what we did. If we fall, we get back up here. We said things that we did. We were playful. And then when we got into the world of school and church and parents and all that here, we conformed to what society was telling us that we had, that we had to do. I got away from the expectations in 2022. And I create it for me every single day. January 1st happens every single day for me. Because I choose to wake up every single day and say, whose life can I change? Who can I help? Who can I love? And when I was asking those questions here, I turned it right back on to me. How do I make myself better? How can I love? How can I be more passionate? So when I go into 2023, and I guess this is a segue into the three words that I want to bring to this yeah. panel here, and those three words are commitment, courage, and consistency. Without commitment, you'll never start. Without having the courage to start those commitment, you'll never start. And without consistency, you will never finish. So that's what I brought into 2022. This is what I created for myself in 2022. I am playful every day. Every day I'm waking up every single day here. Happy freaking new year. <laughs> Who do I need to be today? And once I create me, then I know I can create that other person in my practice. And not even with my practice. I asked my wife the other day, I said, you know, I went through this training in 2022 to become a professional life coach here. And I asked her, I said, have you seen a change in me since I've been doing that? And her words were, absolutely, I do. Those words is going to continue myself into 2023 and beyond. Mm -hmm. I am committed to start. I'm going to have the courage to whatever I want to start to be committed. And I'm going to have the consistency to move forward in order to keep that January 1st alive every single day. So if you don't mind me sharing real quick, and I know we're 
you know, I don't want to go on too much. We're going to give someone else an opportunity here is January 1st is just an excuse for people. It really, really is. It's just an excuse. So they go out there and they said, okay, I want to lose weight. I want to quit smoking. I want to quit drinking. I want to be nicer. I want to do all those things. I make that new year's resolution and come February. It's all out the door. And then they use the continuing continuation of, oh, January 1st is coming up. I want to go ahead and lose weight. I want to quit smoking. I want to quit all those things. January 1st is just a day on our earth. January 1st is just, just like January 2nd, January 3rd. If you want to change, create that change within you. You need to choose that creation within inside of you. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk to you all about that. And I could go on. I'm very, very excited here. I'm energetic and that's who I am. So excellent. I, I really want to dive in the question to John and to Candy, especially. Um, building on Ken's contribution around um being still enough and then moving forward. You know, what stops leaders, what stops executives from, from doing that? It, so often get caught in the busyness that you don't stop to take care of yourself, let alone the team around you. You're kind of kidding yourself. And I, I just wondered you know, if that, that's the trait that you often see or, or kind of words of encouragement to others that you know, go, well, it's okay for you guys. You're all enlightened and you're all coaches. <laughs> but on real earth, <laughs> with all these pressures, yeah. So, so John, Candy. I'll, I'll be a bit blunt here, Claire. I think the only people that get in the way of change are themselves and the leadership are no exception to that. Um, there's a lot of noise around, um, you know, being an executive and, that, and there's no doubt it can be a stressful and pressured job. But um, I think I mean, we all know this, you know, if, if you're going to be a leader, you lead by example um, and often the behaviors of leaders are not what they'd expect from their team. So it, it's a really interesting one. I mean, what, what I tend to do with my clients on a real practical level is ask them, how ready are you to change and, and what behavior do you want to change? Because we, we can change in many ways. We can reduce or stop something. We can improve something. We can increase something. And I think it's worth spending time and, and you know, hopefully the, the your podcast listeners will think about this. It's really important to list the things that you'd like to change for a start. And then you can do two really simple things around it. This is, you know, really practical things. You can say, how important is it for me to change that behavior and how confident am I to do it? And if you use those two as a metric, you know, scale them one to 10, it's very unlikely that you will change if, if it's not important to you or you're not confident in it. So mm -hmm. I like, maybe it's a little bit, um, you know, perhaps fact, facts and figures, but I, I really think it's a great way to demonstrate to people how likely they, they are to succeed. And also to ask yourself, how ready are you to change? I mean, you can be in so many different states. You can be not ready at all. You can be contemplating it. You can be on the fence. You might be getting ready. You might actually do it. But then there's maintaining it. So it's I think realizing those steps can be really useful for people. Mm, yeah, like 100% agree. And, and another quick good question, if I may, to add on to that is 
how does this in, how does my my change how does that impact my loved ones and if i st- continue staying the way i am now how does that impact my loved ones yeah. and what yeah i think that's a nice that's a another sort of layer of that drive needed to make change but yeah absolutely some people are just aren't ready for change at all mm. um and anything extra you wanted to add Yeah, I would. uh, I love what you just said, John. And first off, you know, that space around needing to want to change. um, It's interesting as, you know, all of us talk about coaching and some different things, you can see potential in people all day long and if they don't want to change. But the other thing that I see getting in the way, especially for leaders, is we live in this, this world of martyrdom. We live in a world where we complain and commiserate. We don't connect and communicate. And what I mean by that is we we live by this ultimate four letter word, which is the word busy. And it has become a badge of honor which is an epidemic in and of itself, where I may say to Lori as leader to leader and say, hey, Lori, how are things going? And she's like, Candy, let me tell you, holy crap, we have 14 projects we're trying to do. We're trying to acquire this new client. I got my kids tournaments this weekend, blah, 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 blah. And me being the leader that I am, I show up and I say, oh, Lori, please, you think your world sucks. Let me tell you how much mine does. And we have this metric of who can out suck who is the badge of honor. (laughs) gets to wear the cap of leadership. And it was interesting because I listened to a podcast with Brene Brown, Adam Grant, and Simon Sinek. It was a two-part podcast. It was beautiful on Dare to Lead. And Adam Grant said something that has forever hit me in my core. He said, you know, we talk a lot about high performance and I think about leadership in the same vein, that high performance does not happen unless you are elevating others. And the only way, when I talk about leadership, the only way you can elevate others is by leading yourself first. You cannot lead from an empty cup. And so this idea that we're going to just keep giving and I'm going to be the sacrificial lamb. And I ask clients all the time, I said, do you have a sacred cow. And sometimes it's themselves and their own mindset is the sacred cow, what they're not willing to give up because it's a space of, if you think that by tapping out constantly and that you're working 80 to hundred hours a week and, oh, you're so busy and you're, that you're leading, you're not, you can't possibly lead if you have not taken a step back to say, I must make myself a priority. And so one of the things I work with leaders, we do this thing of kind of like your what, why, and who, but then we give in, get into talking about living legacy and everything that I've heard all of you talk about on this. So many of us think legacy is this thing that happens when we leave the earth. Legacy happens in every breath we take. Legacy happens in every way we choose to show up. We choose to serve and we choose to take responsibility inside that space When we intentionally show up, we are creating a living legacy that's in alignment with what really is going on inside of us. If we don't show up intentionally, our living legacy will do us one way or the other. And we don't realize that we're creating these ripples because we're not, and I think Dan had said it, being present, we're not present in our lives. We're not present with the whisper that calls. We all, because the other thing that really gets me is when people are like, I got to find my purpose. No, you don't. You are your purpose. There is no finding a purpose. You in your entirety of who you are is the purpose. The problem is, is you're so busy outside of you. You haven't gotten in that space. And I talk a lot about being aligned AF. I'll say that instead of the real way I say it. Aligned AF to drop in and hear the whisper 
but they're too busy listening. And so Jenny, I even love your, Jen, I love your comment about what, it, how does this impact your loved ones? And sometimes we have to be careful of that too, because sometimes we're too concerned with how we're mm. going to others, what they're going to perceive that we're still outside of ourselves, that we're not coming into and dropping into that alignment to hear the purpose that's in us already, that's trying to get our attention and call to us because we live in this culture of busy. And that, in my opinion, is what gets every leader I work with stuck. It's this four letter word of busy, which I call buried under the shooting all over yourself. And it's what we are doing by this perception of how we think we're supposed to show up in our lives and we're not leading ourselves first. So (laughs) awesome. And and, and, and none of us should on ourselves, do we? Do we? None none of us do that. No. And I tell people all the time, if you think I said one thing versus shooting, it's the same thing because you're burying yourself under layers of crap. So if you think it was shooting or shooting, it's the same thing. Whatever your brain heard is right. <laughs> this is what it is. Mm, awesome. You know, sometimes this kind of uh, element around alignment for some people is really, really hard. Um, and it feels esoteric, feels abstract. But, but Jennifer, when we talked about in the early episodes, we talked about uh, alignment and overwhelm. What is it you want to do? kind of you you came up with a great tip of listen to where you're frustrated because when you're frustrated your body is telling you you need to change something's not right you need to pay attention that's the little noise that's going on and that frustration can be hugely healthy because it's the little sign that says you need to shift you need to move you need to get something shifting and just while we're talking about feelings as well um, I think it's important to know, you know, around we all want to wake up feeling inspired and energized and great new day, new start. Um, but realistically, that's not how we all wake up every day. Even people that are at their highest vibration have days and moments where they don't feel at their happiest, most fulfilled, most joyful um, and living with most ease and flow. So I think it's important to recognize when your body is feeling something, yes, to question it and see, okay, what's my body showing me? What's my emotions and my feelings showing me? But there are times where there's feelings and emotions that really need to come up and you need to allow yourself to feel those emotions and, and as much as possible, take away the judgment of why am I feeling like this? I shouldn't be feeling like this um I should you know I know better I am I don't like feeling like this but just to really allow those feelings to pass and and because there is that ebb and flow uh, and just allow yourself the time and the space to to go through that and there's been so much um, energy and you know the the energy of the planet at the moment with all the uncertainty that's going on it's important to allow yourself the space to to move through that and for it to come up and leave and not be sitting in and squashed down in the body. Mm. I just wanted to add that. Yeah. Yeah. I also, um, as you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, you're just talking about leaders and executives 
the same for leaders and executives. Like the, you know, when you're in a position of, of leadership and you've got a team, there's pressure to make the team happy. And then you've got pressure from possibly above, you know, you've got to, you know, get the, the bottom line here. And I think that the busyness, you end up thinking that staying busy is going to get you somewhere. And actually taking the time to do what you just said and tune in. And it doesn't have to take as long as you think. I think we think that if if I let myself feel, it's going to go on and on and on. And that's just rarely true, you know, unless you've got some deep trauma that, you know, you need some professional help. I think that, you know, a good cry or a good scream out in the woods, and then you are, you have so much more energy to do your tasks, to show up for your team. Um, and it really, it's, it's part of self-care for, I think for everyone, but I just particularly was thinking about executives that I've worked with. It's like, you've got to have a break to mm -hmm. break the energy and then come back and you'll see, you'll be so much more productive. Mm -hmm. We actually schedule with my clients, one of their tasks when they work with me, especially leader, well, everybody I work with leader, whether they're an actual titled leader or not, but it's that cathartic cleanse. It's space for actual, and I've actually had to teach people how to cathartic cleanse, whether it's giving themselves permission to cry, to paint, to color, something that is a cathartic release, because that buildup to your point, Sherilyn, is it's, it takes people out. It, it, starts to, it creates an implosion in their body. And we have not been taught effectively how to regulate our emotions or how to express them fully. And so that cathartic release is so critical. Hmm. And actually brings to mind, you know, as we started out this podcast and talking about the uh, uh, gift that we can give, um, one of the things that I had thought of is that I have a list of 33 creative breaks that take 10 to 15 minutes that because it really is when we're talking about this it really is about expression and I think so many of us um, get stuck in the why and we may not know that for you know a long time and so it really is an opportunity to take a break and to express in some way so that's my free gift, everybody. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> In which you can use to, um, yeah, take a little breather, a little creative breather that not only opens yourself up for more creativity, but also opens you to what um, Candy was talking about and hearing that whisper, as well as just to get it out. Mm -hmm. Just to like, yeah, to do that little vomit. In a <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, love what, what Laurie has said and Cheryl and Candy and I, I kind of think you know there's there's this accolade that people have for being busy and working so hard there's a great question you can ask yourself or you can ask your clients and that is would you really put yourself up as a role model for your children with how you are in your life now because I've I've actually seen execs stop in their tracks when you ask that question and they're like uh no <laughs> I wouldn't want to be a role model as I am now for my children or for my family and it's a very powerful question and, and just building on the the break that that Cheryl Lynn was talking about and Laurie 
it's been shown that just you know one or two minutes out of a difficult situation or a challenging day um can, can be so beneficial and you know people think it's a two-week holiday i mean that's great if you can afford to do that but just two minutes for a bit of contemplation uh whatever you want to do in that two minutes is fine but taking that uh perhaps when you've listened to your body and you hear or see a warning sign that things aren't quite right take the two minutes and I've got to say you know I um and we haven't gone in steps on this but I I hit a major burnout in 2020 um and I had a week off wonderful break but came back nothing had changed and it kind of when you when you remove yourself and you've got the calm but you haven't really adjusted how your normal every day is working you you're just repeating the pattern over and over and over again whereas if you're able to just intersperse your day with small breaks to recenter throughout the day it's, it makes you so much more resilient for sure yeah and played <laughs> and and also kind of by by doing that openly, by bringing in creativity, you're creating the space for others around you to do that. And you know, how does that spread? What what could we achieve if we if we did that? And mm. it, it again, kind of creativity, um, creativity and leadership are the two, are two of the three or four most absent skills that we need for the planet moving forward <laughs> it's so darn important everything else can be done by ai or by computer over time but creativity true creativity playfulness collaboration leadership they are connection yeah 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 i think it was michael yeah. michael neil that said you know he asks all the executives when he goes in to do coaching you know what what do you think are the five most important things and whatever they come up with he said no having fun and play is the number one <laughs> yeah yeah um i was just thinking we if we move in a little bit towards our um we want to share some ideas and suggestions about um three words which um play with three words of how you want to be in in at some point through 2023 or even start now you know that you don't like you said um think was it dan or pete said you don't have to wait till or maybe keith mm. <laughs> one of you said that, <laughs> one of you said that you you know why wait until january the first you can start mm. this moment of changing um so dan i just like to to ask you what sort of what what do you want to do differently or what are your three words that that your powerful three words of how you want to be 2023 interesting mm. uh well claire's been a witness to my uh challenges and growth and push and pull and all these bits and pieces so for me it's interesting so i reflected a bit about what I want 2023 and how that would affect maybe other people. So the first word that came to me, which was a bit of a, uh, a pebble drop from um, Claire when we last chatted was uh, joy, but I've changed it a little bit and say enjoy. So what that really means is engaged enjoyment. Instead of just going, oh, isn't that great? Actually be present a bit more and actually mm -hmm. just go, I don't have to do anything. I can just enjoy it instead of actually trying to influence it. So that's one. The second one is allowing. So that basically means trusting in the now and what unfolds. 
because sometimes you just get in the way of things thinking that you have to control contribute or in some way and actually a lot of it is just turning up and just listening to what you feel is right and the rest just happen and the final mm-hmm. one is a bit of a weird one the word is called pardon so basically it's to pardon and give forgiveness to others and mostly yourself i think a lot of people just walk through life and look at others and judge and go what's wrong with them and what's wrong with that with well and actually a lot of it is just be kind that's the start mm. you can live from that space a lot of life's problems will sort themselves out a lot of time people try and force things or expect too much of how they think they have to be and if you just mm. be kind and just say okay sorry you're just being who you think you have to be at the time life will just go as it needs to and 2023 needs people just to be present and just be patient with others if you've got more people doing that i think all the problems in life will slowly calm down and people can actually make positive choices based on who they are not who they're trying to be is that also around forgiveness the pardon as well Dan? Yeah, it's mostly coming from me that's my voice something that i just don't give myself permission to do expectation mm. of trying to be who you think you have to be and how that has to go off what you've done before actually detachment what's happened has happened tomorrow mm. is going to happen but today is all that matters so live now take a step don't worry about the steps just take a step and it'll be <laughs> Thank you. Can I Anybody? Yeah, go on, Claire. I want to pick Cheryl Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? What would your three words be? Well, <clears throat> the first one is mission, and um, but maybe not in the way that that I normally would think of it. I mean, it really is about higher purpose because when I stay focused on like why I'm here on the planet, then everything else. I can measure against that. I can make decisions based on, you know, what is my mission? Why am I here? And when I know that, and it's not about, um, someone had said something about purpose. You are a living purpose. It's not about, you know, what's my purpose. It's about really embodying my mission on the planet. So that's the first one. And then, um, the second one is compassion. And, um, it came to me, the word came to me, when I was thinking about myself, because I think I'm, I'm not particularly compassionate with myself when it comes to like, I'm doing the best I can. And some days I don't quite get it right. (laughs) And uh, I've learned to laugh a lot more at myself when I, when I kind of flub up something, but having compassion, I think for self and others is such such an important piece right now and I think it's a bridge uh, a communication bridge also that when you have compassion for someone who doesn't agree with you or who's trying to convince you of their side of things and understand that they're just doing the best that they can with the information they have at the time just like Mm. I am you know that's that I have to always remind myself and there's a lot of very angry people out there right now you have to see it my way. And it's like, I see, I can see through your eyes. I, I see it differently through my eyes, but I see it through your eyes and I have compassion. And then the last one is play. You know, I, I talked about um, earlier that uh, my husband's motto is never leave the playground. Mm-hmm. And I've really adopted that. And um, 
and because I can be really serious and silly and silly is way more fun (laughs) (laughs) and um we're about we're about to um welcome our nine-month-old granddaughter into our lives we're going to be raising her and uh, in a week she's coming and talk about having someone to activate that fun in our lives like oh my god Mm -hmm. She's, I can already tell she's a silly one, just like I was when I was little. So. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. That's so, it's just must be so exciting and heartwarming and just having that beautiful young soul come into your home and play with you and you play with them. And yeah, it's, it's very, very special. Yes. And and Cheryl Lynn, actually, just um, while we're on Cheryl Lynn, um, part of what you do or will be doing is helping uh, grandparents through adoption. I'll let you talk about that in a minute, but let me just introduce Cheryl Lynn properly. Um, Cheryl Lynn is, is the ultimate cosmic conduit, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, she's an incredible channeler, um, a in- medical intuitive healer spiritual guide and facilitator and she helps assist her clients um, through relationship issues, uh, health, parenting, especially brown parenting and parenting with children that have mental health issues and addiction. Um, And Cheryl Lynn has an amazing book which talks about those things. What's the name of your book, Cheryl Lynn? It's called Wise Beyond Your Fears. Um, so, yes, Sherilyn is um, going to be focusing more on helping parents um, in that arena as well. Anything else you want to add to that, Sherilyn? Uh, no, it's it'll be um, grandparents, but also other relatives that, um, mm. that need to step in, mostly because of the opioid addiction um, problems in the world. Um, and someone needs to raise these kids. And it's not an easy task. So definitely part of my mission, my bigger mission and purpose on the planet. That's a big mission. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Anybody else like to share their three words? I was going to choose a child. Um, I'm very lucky in that I've got a 33-year-old son and also a nearly four-year-old daughter, (laughs) just (laughs) as I planned it. Um, And I love looking at Megan um, and seeing how she's in the moment. I I think it's absolutely amazing that, um, you know, just as Ken said, she doesn't care what other people are are seeing or thinking of her. And... I would like to be uh, more like that. The second word is teacher. Um, I, I, I've used this a little bit this year and it's been very useful, but I want to use it more into next year. And that is if I have challenging situations uh, or people, I'd like to see them as my teacher. They're, they're, they're there to teach me something, whether it's patience, uh, <laughs> whether it's more understanding, more compassion. So. I am consciously going to take a few moments when I'm in a difficult situation and it's a combination actually of of thinking of that person as a child 
I think that can really help you, um, you know, go, see past the difficulty, but also that they're there to teach me something. And the general, um, the general word is is play as well, which doesn't need any more explanation. I think it's a really great thing that we've discussed today. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to invite Laurie in. I can see the step forward is like, let me, let me, let me share. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, my three words um, for next year. Um, interesting. The first one is bucket. I loved Curry's reaction, uh, Candy's reaction to that. <laughs> Yeah, we actually just finished uh, reading that book, which I wasn't that excited about. Mm. But there's a lot of, um, whenever I am feeling um, uptight about anything, there's something that I do need to let go of, to surrender, that I need to say fuck it to. Mm. And so um, I will go beyond what Carrie said, or um, um, Candy said, and use that that AF word. Amen. <laughs> But um, yeah, so fuck it's first one. The second one is accepting. My um, 2023, there's gonna be a lot of changes that are um, uh, not forced upon me. I don't like that, but um, things that I'm choosing that are exciting, but also um, might be a bit of a change and upheaval and change is not always easy. I, I actually, I, I, I like change because I get bored easily, but but yes, yeah. just the judgment of it and uh, be accepting. Um, and the last one um, is meaningful. And I, um, I could easily say creativity, play, any of those, but meaning those seem to come very easily for me. And I, I, I want to just bring up that sometimes the things that are selfful um, that we, um, the self-care, self-care can often tend to look um, like rainbows and, you know, um, the bubble baths and the, the quote-unquote easy stuff. And sometimes it's the more challenging things that actually are very meaningful. Um, and so I'm leaning more into meaningful, the real juicy, um, meaningful um, experience com experiences coming up. Oh, nice. I'd really like to trademark the term a bucket list instead of a bucket list. And I would love it yeah. all. <laughs> that's definitely a march. Joint <laughs> call. What do you want to add? Oh, I love them. <laughs> There's definitely a lot that people can add to their bucket list. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got to explain. I've, I've got a very warm looking peppy on my on my lap, and he's just like, as soon as you say that word, he kind of goes. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All <laughs> We all have that little. Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, candy, candy. What's your three? 
Well, actually, I'm carrying a three-word phrase from 2022 that I wasn't really sure what it meant until I ended up being forced on a two-month sabbatical that shifted everything. That's another story. Um, but the word, the phrase that I came into this year with, the, it's carrying me into 2023 because I'm very clear as to why, also walks me into kind of my three words, and it's, I'm not available. And uh, what really showed up from 2022, and actually I've shifted my entire platform. So I love that Lori just put it out there because I have a whole new space around being aligned as fuck. And for me, I am no longer available in any way, shape or form to play small. That pulls me out of being aligned as fuck, pulls me out of being authentic or pulls me out of the ascension of where I'm going, which means letting go of everybody else's version of who they think I should be letting go of people that choose to get offended because I show up in my truth. Um, and so it's been a very powerful phrase for me that is really, I am no longer available. I am not available. I am not available. I am not available. Mm -hmm. And so it has elevated my boundaries. It has elevated everything. And as I've gone through some major loss and transition, even at the end of this year, I'm getting very clear how that phrase is carrying me into that whole space of being aligned as fuck, authentic, and allowing myself the continued ascension for what keeps downloading through and what is calling through my purpose, which is here to disrupt. And I am finally making peace with that. And so um, feeling a very powerful shift coming into um, currently and moving into the next year for sure. In fact, my voice just caught. That doesn't happen. Um, I am covered in goosebumps, but mm. just the power, just the power. You are on it, on fire, and kind of, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> very excited about that, and I definitely want to keep bringing you back into the room to find out how that's going. Really. Um, and Candy's got a gift for all our listeners, which is uh, a, a book uh, with 13 strategies around destroying the noise. And she talks about what the noise is um, and how to quieten that down and create that space that we've been talking about. Um, so we'll have all those details um, and the details from Laurie as well um, within the text of the podcast. Um, who who else? You, Just, you. Um, me, and 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 you, and you, and you, and you. Um, so my three words for twenty twenty three, after reflecting on twenty twenty two, simplicity. And and Ken, yes. Mm. Sit, no, Ken went first. Yeah, I already no, said them. He went first, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, though. Thanks, Candy. For yeah, no, no, that's helpful. Um, yes, the simplicity. Uh, keeping things simple. We're so good at complicating things, uh, making something, and there's always simple solutions, simple answers, and just scaling right back um, and making things simple and easy. Because uh, life does not have to be hard or complicated. The other is inspiration. So we talked a lot about heart and coming from a place of love, coming from that place of passion. So really continually connecting to my inspiration. And if it doesn't inspire me, I'm not going to do it. If it doesn't lift me, I am not going to do it. Um, hell no. <laughs> no. 
And the last one, although I do have four, is connection. Um, but connection, <laughs> Claire's laughing. I have four, but connection, again, um, I think it was, I can't remember who it was, but it's about going deep. It was you, Laurie, wasn't it, when you were talking about your words, but going really deep into, con- you know, ma- making connections, deep connections, but also connecting on a deeper level with myself, with my higher self, with my guides, with my inner knowing, my inner wisdom, um, and, and yeah, connection for this year, more so this year. Mm-hmm. And the other one is space, because we've been talking a lot about space, and that was, was already on my list. So, yes, that's my words. <laughs> Claire, your oh, turn. There we go. For, um, so, so for me, uh, yeah, expression, um, I am, I adore this space I adore the conversation I've I've really loved launching the podcast this year um I'm finding deep expression through art at the moment and it's just so empowering kind of both my own voice but giving space for other people to have that voice to to get that out there so I want to keep supporting that um oh I've got a it's a really dull word I need to think of a different word because mm. like commitment is my next word <laughs> and that's because I'm restless at times and that means that I I dart about I am multi-passionate I pull on so many things but I at times it it has its negative side so I don't finish stuff off I don't follow through quickly enough and it, and that's not an intention so I need to slow down probably <laughs> finish stuff off tidy up a little bit um so I'm putting that as commitment um and then the third is unashamed and you know I've been quite open here uh but over this last year with different personal events and I look at other times of my life there's been stuff that's happened to me that's had a greater hold than it needs to because I've been embarrassed and ashamed about what people would think or and you know what the people here people here on this planet love me and they love me no matter what and actually when you start sharing it dissipates the power that other people have over you but mm-hmm. that shame aspect comes through too strongly and has too strong a hold and has held me down in 2022, but not next year. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely do a podcast around commitment and not following mm. through. I think that's a really good mm. subject and shame because a lot of people feel shame. Um, and I think lighting that, you know, shining the light on that, um, it's, it's like it sort of goes hand in hand with vulnerability. Yeah. Um, so definitely episodes around those subjects. Um, <laughs> I just want to add, I believe, um, Ken and John, you're both offering a free coaching session. Um, so gift those it, gift it, yep. Gift gifted, it. Sorry, gift it. Yes, yes gifting, <laughs> gifting a free, uh, gifting a coaching session. So those details right. will be within the text as well. Yeah. Does anybody mm-hmm. want to add anything else? Else. It was just great to meet you all, and thank you, Claire mm-hmm. and Jennifer, for inviting us. And it was lovely to meet all of you, brilliant mm-hmm. coaches, and hear different perspectives. Really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. 
Thank you. I would really love the opportunity to connect with everybody here. So if you're all on Facebook Messenger, I will look you up and I will send a friend request to all of you here to learn a lot more about you. And that's what it's all about is connecting here. And this is how we mm -hmm. get the chance to do that here. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, happy and, Sorry. Oh, hey. yes. Happy New yeah. Year. Happy New Year. Yes. So, and and thank you. I just want, sorry, Claire. I just want to thank all of you for taking the time out in and being here and connecting with each other. It's been, I've really enjoyed the energy and um, look forward to doing more episodes with you all and, and happy new year. <laughs> and before Happy New Year. I start recording and starting the after party, um, I want to thank the listeners because <laughs> it's not just been about us in the room. Um, you know, kind of we wanted to provide this space in, in Twixmas and we have covered so much around just give yourself a break. Just go. Mm. Um, just give yourself a break. You can start again tomorrow. You can start again today. It's okay. Just allow the calm to hear that inner voice come through that whisper you have to be present in that and mm. wherever you go um you'll thrive just let yourself thrive don't get in your way don't get too mm. busy for life to happen and truly happen because it's a magical playful creative fun enchanting inspiring place to be um so so i am going to stop recording guys if you like what you've listened to please like subscribe and share and we'll be back in the new year with dan as our first guest who's really going to help you to understand what being you is all about so for now ciao. <laughs> thank you for listening We'd love to hear your comments and feedback. And if you've enjoyed it, please click on that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up and feel free to share. Join us for our next episode of the Exponential Potential podcast. Ignite your potential and thrive in times of great change. <laughs>